Hey, Growing Up Church listeners. In May of 2021, a friend of mine and faithful listener of the show submitted a request she had for a podcast episode. And initially, I was excited for the request because I'm always encouraging my listeners to share topics they want to hear discussed on the show. I like and want to engage with my audience, but I'm not going to lie. When I read the request, I was feeling a bit mixed. I'll go ahead and read you the text message she sent me and explain why I was feeling what I felt. And it reads, quote, I have a request for a podcast, smiley face emoji. And I'm not sure if it's a part of the plan you have for season two, but I would like to hear what benefits you find in belonging to Jesus, end quote. This question hit so hard and left me with more feelings and emotions than an actual answer. I already agreed to make it a podcast episode, but doubted how well I'd be able to answer the question. And that's what I'll be talking about today. I want to get down to the root of why this question felt so weighty and also see if I could actually try to answer the question of what benefits I found in belonging to Jesus. Hi, I'm Trish Plugden and welcome to Growing Up Church, a podcast about growing up church where we share church experiences and perspectives about church culture and our spirituality. This is episode 13, Belonging or What Does It Mean to Belong? Okay, so I want to restate the question I was asked. What benefits do I find in belonging to Jesus? Before I answer that question, I want to walk through all the questions and concerns I had about answering this question on the podcast. Yes, it was that deep. First, I questioned whether this question fit the overall purpose of the podcast. I didn't create this podcast as a Bible study or some sort of biblical lecture series. There are plenty of podcasts already doing that. I created this podcast as a space for church kids like myself, whether currently in church or no longer church associated, to literally share our church experiences and perspectives about church culture, our spirituality, and faith. I want to dive into topics we might have had that came along with growing up in church that weren't always addressed in church. So I was really concerned that answering this question would make this episode kind of preachy. Next, I was simply struggling to answer the question. I kept rereading the question because I didn't have an immediate answer. I really had to think about it. And that made me feel bad. I still consider myself a Christian, but I struggle to see myself as a Christian because my Christian walk now doesn't look like the way I was brought up. What benefits did I find in belonging to Jesus? I couldn't get over questioning if I actually belong to Jesus. But if I was going to answer a question about the benefits of belonging to Jesus, I first had to figure out why I didn't feel like I belonged. I know that at one point in time in my faith, I believed that I belonged. So it only made sense to think about the things that originally made me feel like I belonged. Two things I know for certain that made me feel like I belonged was my proximity to church, along with my church participation. Belonging to Jesus to me has always been synonymous with belonging to a local church. And at this point in my life and for the last year or two, I have not and do not belong to a local church. I don't say this with pride, but I don't say it with shame either. It's just where I am right now. And as far as my church participation is concerned, serving my local church was something that automatically equated to serving God. So since I'm not a member of a local church and I'm not serving in my local church, that makes me feel like I'm not honoring God or that I'm not being faithful to him, which I know isn't true, but just being honest, it's a little hard to shake. So now that I have identified why I feel like I don't belong, the next question or conclusion that I came to in attempting to answer the first question was, what does it mean to belong to Jesus? Another question I don't have an answer to. 
So I decided to invite two close friends of mine to help me find an answer to this question. My first guest is my good friend, Kenesha Jones. Kenesha is a wife, mom, and friend. Our friendship started on MySpace and has been going strong ever since. It feels like old times. <laughs> uh, and does. <laughs> okay, hopefully my internet connection is good, uh, as, as good as it can be in this house, because Lord have mercy, Jesus. <laughs> be the Wi-Fi, Lord. Please. <laughs> okay, cool. So, let me slow down. All right, Kenesha, for you, what does it mean to belong to Jesus? To belong to Jesus, for me, means inherent worth. For the longest time, I thought that belonging was something that I had to chase. I thought that it was something I had to earn. I also thought it was something that I could lose. But the more that I've grown and matured in my relationship with the Lord, he's repeatedly reminded me that I've always belonged to him. Especially once I became a mom, it, it became so much more clear for me that it's not something that needs to be sought after. It's something that needs to be rested in. It's a safe place. But growing up, for the longest time, it was something that was almost shrouded in shame and shrouded in fear. Like, I can lose this if I don't X, if I don't maintain. But belonging isn't something that you doubt. Belonging is something that you're sure of. Belonging is something that you know. It's something that if you do doubt and you do not know, you can seek further answers of, but it shouldn't be something that you're continually questioning. And I hate that I spent a great deal of time doubting and fearing losing something that was always mine to begin with. The Lord is very clear from the very beginning of his love for us and his nature doesn't change. But I think we as Christians can communicate something that could then create a false narrative or a false perception of the heart of God, which then could have us doubting and questioning our belonging to God. So long story short, <laughs> it is inherent worth and it cannot be lost and it will not change. Amen. I like that. I like that you said it's something that doesn't have to be sought after, mm -hmm. but rested in. Come on. I was like, mm, there's so much seeking. <laughs> okay. That's all and, we do. That's all we ought to do. And it's not a it's not a seeking, it's not a seeking after God. It's a seeking after an understanding of how to how to belong, a seeking of you know, maintaining that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, seeking after all these things that I don't, you know, in this conversation and listening to you talk and the other conversations that I've had, it's just like, oh, I don't think these are the other things he he was meant for us to be seeking, but <laughs> but we've made it about that. Yes. We've almost defined the security of our belonging off of if those things are present or not. And so, you know, whatever that thing is that you're thinking that you think needs to be continually present in order for your belonging to be strong 
if that's all of a sudden not present, your world is thrown off its axis. And you're like, wait, do I still belong to God? Does he still love me? Like then, then there's a completely like almost existential thing happening where you're like, wait, <laughs> um, because it's contingent and based on things that it shouldn't have been based on to begin with. Yeah, I, I, that I'm tough. Uh, I can relate. Um, and it's funny that this question that was asked like almost two years ago now kind of took this turn of something that I thought that should have been a simple answer. But when I really looked at the question, it required me to go a little deeper, mm. um, especially when I was struggling to answer it. Yeah. And so at first, initially, I was kind of I was feeling bad about it because I was like, oh, man, I can't answer the question of, you know, what benefits do I find in belonging to Jesus? But things where it helps you identify where you are. Mm-hmm. It's and, an absolutely. Yeah, and not just where you are, but why you are where you are, yeah. <laughs> how you got here. Um, and so that has been, as much as I wanted to initially just be able to just answer the question, I also recognize the, in um, going through the process and having a better understanding of where I am, what my thinking is, what possibly needed to be uprooted, um, and just a I'm trying to, I have to be honest, I'm trying to allow myself to go through the process mm. of sometimes it's not, sometimes for everybody, it's not just a, it's not just like that. Sometimes it's like, ah, oh, it's a couple steps. <laughs> right. It's, it takes some time. It does. I want my audience to understand that your answer is your answer. And I think it will look different for everybody. Um, I think it's a personal question. Um, Very much so. What does it mean to belong? And that's, that's the thing too. Um, now when I think about it, it's a personal question that in my growing up church has felt like a not so personal <laughs> question. Um, growing up, our belonging all seemed to, like our answer to that question of what does it mean to belong? It always felt like it kind of had to be a, collective community response mm -hmm. like it we all should have this one answer <laughs> absolutely and, and I, I don't know I just just for me I think it's I think it's I think it's personal it is um, and I think that it should be absolutely yeah I think that you know there's no harm in the beginning foundations and understandings of it being collective like when I think about the ways in which I'm trying to begin to sow into my kids a spiritual foundation, a lot of their understanding of the Lord is coming from my understanding. It's not yet personal. It's not yet individual. But I don't think that it should stay there indefinitely. Um, I think that there should be a natural development progression where you begin to ask your own questions and and seek out for yourself. It can't always be based off of the collective. It can't always be based off of someone else's telling. It's like, no, what do you, how do you define this for yourself? Because it is very much personal and individual. It's a relationship. Like, I don't want my relationship defining your relationship because how you relate to the Lord and how he relates to you, totally different. I love that answer. I love that answer. Kenesha, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> You're so great for doing this, Trisha D. So proud of your friend.
I appreciate it. I do. My next guest is Katrina Ward. Katrina is a wife, mom, Gigi, and pastor, always in search of the next adventure, lovingly known as Pastor Trina. Hey! Hi, I am here. <laughs> yeah, I love you. <laughs> I just, everybody, like, I, I, like, my friend, I was talking to her earlier, and I was just like, I just love you. I just love my people. Isn't that good that you, when you can love your people? I'm telling you. So, since we kind of already had our, um, our pre-combo. Yeah. Uh, I won't hold up the folks. Uh, okay. But I'll just, I'll just ask for you. Yeah. Um, what do you, what does it mean for you to belong to Jesus? Okay. Now, you know me. So, um, <laughs> I'm an educator at heart. Um, one of my gifts is teaching. And so I'm always like, and I was like reading, I think a little bit too much into it, but mm -hmm. I looked it up. I said, let me look up the definition of um, what it means to belong. Mm. And it's um, Miriam Webster's definition is a close or intimate relationship. And so um, that's what it means to me um, in belonging to Jesus is that he knows me that I know him, mm -hmm. that we are able to, um, that I know he accepts me. Um, and I also thought about in belonging, you know, what comes to my mind is about um, like joining a club or being part of a sorority or fraternity. And, you know, yeah. it's um, that you are a member, that you have these rights and privileges um, associated with being a part of this thing. And so even with Jesus, like there's certain rights that I have because I belong to him. Yeah. You know, I have a right to healing. I have a right to salvation. I have a, a right to um, freedom. Um, I have a right to peace yeah. um, because I belong to him. And so it's a comfort that comes um, from knowing that there's a peace that I get from saying I belong to Jesus. Um, but listen, it was a journey to get to this point where I can really understand mm. and um, appreciate and feel like I belong to him because, and also it's because now at the stage where I am in my walk with Christ, my belonging to him does not have to look like what yours does. Mm. And it doesn't have to mean the same thing. Yeah. I, you know, because we're all shaped differently and we all have like trauma from, some aspect of our life and some, you know, predisposition to whatever it is um, that we might need. And so that's the thing, good thing about Jesus, I believe, is that whatever you need is what he is for you. Mm. And for me to belong to him, I need that acceptance and I need um, that unconditional, which he has unconditional love for us all, but it's really important for me because of past experiences. And also, you know, in when we say Jesus, we think about church, although it, it should be synonymous, but mm -hmm. we know, <laughs> we know that some people have to leave the building church to find God. Yeah. And that's a sad thing. But um, I know that um, what Jesus is to me, I've learned that it's a personal relationship mm. and it's something that that we've had to work out, he and I, over the years and get, you know, people 
out of it and what people's expectations are. And even, you know, religiously, you know, what, you know, religion dictates. Um, yeah. Not what um, our Lord and Savior, you know, asks of us, but what people who create these rules and these standards of, you know, what you should be and what you should say. And um, so for me, it's definitely personal. It's mm -hmm. definitely um, just knowing that he knows me, yeah. you know, even to the point that I know I've been with him for so long and learning um, more and more about him that um, I know how he speaks to me. Yeah. You know, and you think about it, because it's almost like, you know, if you are in a frat or a sorority, it's like, you know, they have their little, you know, their their signals, their sounds, their whatever. <laughs> yeah. Do. You know what? I have that with Jesus. I know, you know, it's a certain way he speaks to me. Right. It's a certain way he deals with me. You know, it's it's certain signs he shows me. And I'm like, I know that's you, God. Yes. <laughs> I know that's you. You know, because I've been with him and I know I belong to him. And it's like, yeah, so that's what it means to me um, to belong to Jesus. Just knowing that I'm accepted by him. I'm cherished by him. He calls me his own. You know, um, yes. I'm confident in his love for me and that there's no doubt. Nobody can make me doubt. I don't care what anybody says, you know, because um, you may I, may, I may preach a different way. Mm -hmm. I may lead a different way. Right. You know, because I belong to Jesus and I know it's okay with him. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I love you can that. Keep your opinion and whatever you think. You can you can save it. Ah, one of the things that I like that you said was that there you said that you had um it's been a journey yes. to get to that place. And mm -hmm. I think when I when my friend asked me the question, you know, what are the benefits you find of belonging to Jesus? And I was trying to answer that question. Right. And then I started to kind of go down this spiral of like, I don't feel like I belong. Well, what made me mm -hmm. feel like I belong? Why don't I feel mm -hmm. like I belong? And mm -hmm. what does it mean to belong? And mm -hmm. it was such a simple question that, you know, number one, helped me identify, okay, where I am. But you saying that it's been a journey and yeah. me getting to a place of accepting this journey is, is something significant because we, um, nobody, I don't think we look at it like that. And I think that right. is where that is where the challenge has taken place for me, because yeah. for me, I just I grew up with this. This this is how it was taught. This is how right. it was preached. This is how I accepted it. And I'm mm -hmm. just going strong. But then after a while, it's like it gets to a place where it does need to become personal. That was kind of the mm -hmm. conversation that my friend uh, that Kanisha and I were having prior to. Is she was saying that, you know, as a mother, you know, there is a, a level of. You teach your children this way. Right. Mm -hmm. They get older, they're going to kind of start doing their own thing. However, what I have placed before you is uh, the basis. You know what I mean? A foundation to build on. And right. then you go from there. And so I think for me in my wrestling and trying to answer this question and thinking about this line of questioning and this process that I've gone down... I don't right. think I've given myself credit to being like, no, this is, it's a journey. Exactly. Everybody doesn't just take it and run. No. And it is personal. It, it has yeah. to become personal. And so it's okay yeah. to question that, even though in the past questioning that was like, that is a devil in you? Yeah, <laughs> These <come> questions? <laughs> I'm just like, I 
ask her? Is this a question? <laughs> trying to go nowhere? Is <laughs> that a question? <laughs> but you know, when you said um, it was a simple question, it mm. really isn't. Mm. It really isn't. And so I think that's why, because I did the same thing. I was going down that rabbit hole. I mean, <laughs> I went, I got my dictionary, I got my Bible. <laughs> I was like, what does it mean to belong? I'm just getting deep into it. But it goes back to it being personal. Yeah. Right. And like you were saying, we learn and, and it's a good thing to get that foundation. Right. But at some point it has to mean something to you personally. Woo. And it becomes individual, right? Because Jesus wants a relationship with each one of us and he made all of us different. So my belonging to him is not going to look like your belonging to him. It's not going to sound like it either. Right. You know, and so when you talk about it, you bring in all your experiences and you're bringing all the um, things, the areas that you need filled in that thing of belonging and but he can do that for you that's the good thing about Jesus and when you think about it being personal and you're talking about the journey it has to be a journey and it, we have to take it because I believe that's why people fall away mm. and not just new Christians not just young Christians not just Christians who are in the pews I'm talking about leaders and I'm talking mm. about ministers I'm talking about pastors when you hear them, like even, um, you know, um, taking their life and, you know, giving yeah. up their ministry. And, you know, I think people get on a, what is it? The hamster wheel. Mm. And you, you know, you learn, this is what you do. You just keep rolling along. You keep on, you know, rolling along that wheel or, or you keep doing what you were told to do. Um, the way you were told to do it. So it looks a certain way. So it sounds a certain way. Yeah. And at some point you realize it really doesn't mean anything to me. Mm. And that's because you did not at some point just disengage from what others said it should be or what you were taught and get into your own closet and say, okay, what is it? Yeah. What does it mean for me? You know, how does this look for me? Um, and then it becomes something that can be sustained. Yeah. Then it's real to you and you actually feel it and you actually understand and you're actually experiencing, experience, experiencing it for yourself. Because it's one thing for me to tell you about, I don't know, a roller coaster, you know, how fast it is. And that right. is, you know, it's, it's an extreme ride. You got to try it. Yeah, mm -hmm. it sounds good. But when you get on that roller coaster yourself, Child. and you get to the top, it's like, <laughs> and that sucker take you down. Whoosh! <laughs> Think about listen. That's, that's it. It's you like women. You didn't tell me it went that fast. You didn't tell me it was you know that many dips. I can't tell you everything. No, you know, and so you know, and so definitely, um, you know, we need to. We can't be um scared. Um, to ask and God can handle it. He can take it. He already knows anyway, you know, so you might as well just be honest. Amen. Well, I, I enjoyed um, speaking with you. It was really good. I am so grateful to my friends for sharing their answers with me. I had no idea that question would lead me to this place, but I'm glad it did. What does it mean to belong to Jesus? Well, I know for sure what it doesn't mean. My belonging is not dependent on my church attendance or church participation. 
What it means to belong to me looks different than what it means to belong for someone else. It's personal. For Kanisha, belonging is inherent worth. It isn't something you doubt, but something that you're sure of. It doesn't have to be sought after, but rested in. For Katrina, belonging comes through a personal relationship and how God speaks to her. She knows she's accepted by him. And also that the journey to belonging is one everyone must travel. I had hoped that I would be able to answer the question at the end of this episode, but I'm still working on it. And if you're in that place as well, then that's okay. But I hope that these answers were helpful and that this entire conversation sparks more conversation in your own life amongst your own tribe. Thanks for listening. This episode was produced and edited by me, Trish Plugged In. Special thanks to Craig Foss for providing the theme music for the podcast. You can follow him on Instagram and Twitter at It's Craig Fonts. Thank you all so much for listening. If you like the show, feel free to share it with a friend and rate and review it on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Trish underscore plugged in. And you can now follow the podcast on Instagram at Growing Up Church Pod to hear clips from the show and catch the latest updates on the podcast. <laughs>